Good evening, everyone. You are listening to The Jay Varvel Show with your host, yours truly, Jay Varvel, here on 1-2 Radio, where we are changing the way you listen to the world. So welcome, everybody. Happy Thursday, uh, or whenever, <laughs> or whatever day you happen to be listening, if you happen to be with us in the encore, but happy Thursday for those that are tuning in live here this evening. I'm so excited to be here with all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I would like you to go ahead and grab a cup of coffee, or, well, maybe some decaf coffee or tea. <laughs> Make yourself comfortable here. Uh, because you're at home with me for the next hour. So some business as we get into the show. Uh, if you'd like to, you can join us in the Facebook chat by going over to 12radio.com and clicking on the chat button. From there, you're going to get redirected over to the 12radio group. And you're uh, going to have to join the group. If you haven't done that already, Scott, our producer, will let you into the group. And I will take this opportunity as well to thank Scott for his help in producing the show today. Uh, there's a lot that goes on on the back end uh, to get us all live on the air like this. So thank you so much, Scott. So the other part is we're going to have readings uh, at the second half of the show. So you're welcome to uh, chat in in the Facebook that request. And then there's also going to be a line that you can call in if you would like to call in. Uh, and I love callers, so don't hesitate. Don't be afraid. <laughs> this is a safe place for you to join in, and we'll be doing that after the break. Um, but I'm going to give you that number now so you can have it ready. It's 857 232 0155, and then you're going to dial extension 870303. Okay, so today's topic is all about my experience and uh, part of my family's experience with a house fire that we had back in 2013. And at the time, uh, and the reason why, before I actually get into the story, the reason why I'm picking this topic is a couple of reasons. One is it's another opportunity for you all to continue to get to know me. For those of you that have become regular listeners of mine, uh, which I want to just send out a shout out and a thank you so much for all those that have been tuning in and commenting in and showing your support in all the different ways that you have been. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm talking to all of you, uh, so thank you. And just so you guys know, too, side note, uh, I will be over on the chat starting with at the break, and then I will uh, be more involved after the break, just because uh, it's kind of hard for me to multitask when I'm getting warmed up here. <laughs> so I want to keep my focus on the topic. So the topic, twofold. One, let you know more about me. Two, uh, the reason why I picked my experience with the house fire is because there's a lot of different ways that tragedy can strike. Uh, and up until that point, I had experienced a lot of different um, deaths with family and friends um, that had happened around me that I had the blessing to be, be a part of in the sense of be close with those uh, folks as they were transitioning and to be uh, uh, there to share that moment. But that was sort of like where, my, where tragedy and me uh, had had most of, or how do I want to say this? Where I had experienced had experienced tragedy most. There I go. Uh, and so then, Q 2013, uh, I was living 
with my mom at her house in Bakersfield with my sister. We had moved in the year before to help out with my grandfather. He was bedridden at the time. And my mom, who is disabled with fibromyalgia, was taking care of him with uh, her best friend, who was her roommate, and uh, also hospice care. Uh, and my grandfather, by the way, was about 350, uh, uh, 375 or so pounds uh, of dead weight. He was literally bedridden. So he was uh, not so easy to take care of. And my sister and I earlier in 2012 had uh, come up for a visit and realized what uh, the the weight of the, of the extent of the situation uh, and how it was taking a toll on my mom taking care of my grandfather and how um, it was really basically killing her too in the process. And so at the time, my sister and I were looking to leave corporate America and then do some traveling and expand our business as uh, psychic mediums and healers. Uh, but un- the universe uh, and God had another, another idea of how that was going to go at that time. And so we felt led to go to Bakersfield and to go help, uh, to step in and to shift the energy. It was, to be honest with you, uh, like a dark cloud was in the house, like there was a dark cloud in the energy. And it was because of the pain, the suffering, and that how it had exponentially like compounded because of everyone in that situation. And I'm not picking on my mom or my grandpa or her best friend. They were all doing the very best they could with the particular situation that life had thrown them. But they were also sinking in the process. Uh, and my mom was doing a lot of praying. I found that out on the flip side, but she had been doing a lot of praying for help. And so the universe worked it out to where uh, my sister and I could help. So we did. Uh, <clears throat> we were able to step in with my grandfather, help him with the, his his transition process that took a few months. Uh, and I will uh, that will be another show, another topic, because um, I have a lot to say about caregiving and hospice care and that process and how difficult it can be to be in it. Um, but, but that, like I said, will be another topic for another time. So continuing on, he transitioned in November of 2012. And then we had December 21st, 2012, the big, you know, <laughs> hoopla <laughs> that where everything was going to change and it was going to be so uh, everything to everyone uh, in the New Age spiritual community. And I was definitely in my own way swept away. Uh, and just so for those of you that are listening, my sister and I did not quit our job because 2012, that was not why we quit. Uh, we legitimately were starting our business and just taking our life in another direction had nothing to do with 2012. However, it was still on the radar. It was still something that I was paying attention to. It was still something I was feeling energetically. And if I have to be honest, I feel like that turning point was a turning point in the energy. I think things have significantly changed since then. But the 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 flash, wham, bam, that I think on some level we kind of uh, maybe have wanted on some level um, didn't make manifest, at least not in the way we thought. Uh, so anyhow, we got into 2013. My sister and I went to a 10-day Vipassana retreat. And that is, again, another story, but a lot happened here that's just kind of leading up to this whole experience of the house fire. So I want to set it up a little bit. So that was in February of 2013. We got back. We started eating practically raw. 
changing our diet, totally changing things up, really uh, shaking things up with our energy, with our bodies. Uh, and we move into June. It was a really, really hot month in Bakersfield. And my sister and I were getting to the point where uh, we knew that it was time for us to go, that we had significantly got our mom to another place uh, beyond the tragedy, beyond uh, her emergency moment needing help. And we knew it was time to, to move on. Um, but we also knew that her house and the, the size and where it was wasn't necessarily going to serve uh, her going forward and that it might do her good to downsize just because it was just a lot for her to keep up with a four-bedroom house um, <clears throat> all by herself um, because her roommate friend who was there uh, with us during the fire, she ended up transitioning uh, from cancer through this process. So <clears throat> she was no longer there with my mom to move back in with my mom, and my mom would have been on her own. And my mom basically, or no, sorry, sorry, no, I'm totally out of order. I, ah, <laughs> she had not transitioned yet. She was still there. I don't know, That that's, sorry. Okay, so let me back up. She was still there. The best friend was still there. We were all living in the house. Uh, but we knew that uh, the, the reason why, <laughs> because her friend uh, Jody was moving to Las Vegas to live uh, and be closer with her daughter. So that's where she was going. Uh, she did later transition from cancer, um, but that was not why she was no longer able in that moment to be roommates with my mom. So sorry about that. I don't know how that got twisted up in my mind for a second. Um, so from there, though, we were all at the house. We knew things had to change. Uh, we had told our mom, and she didn't want to go. She was digging her heels in. Uh, and so the guidance, though, that was coming through was that, that it was time for a shift. It was time for a change. It was time for a move. And my sister kept getting the guidance to take inventory. Uh, and, and keep in mind, we had no reference point of a fire or any kind of tragedy of this kind. So she had the, this, the guidance kept coming through, take inventory, take inventory. And we were both just like, what does this mean? Take inventory, take inventory of what? <laughs> uh, and it was literally to take inventory of our stuff. Uh, little did we know. Uh, but the other thing I want to mention is I had been having dreams, um, in my in-between time where I was seeing parades of cars go by our house and I was seeing lots of golden light coming from our house and people parading by. Um, but I didn't see a fire and I had no understanding of what I was seeing and why they were parading by. Like I had no, it didn't come through as far as what it meant. Uh, my mom actually saw uh, a trash can with the fire inside it, and I'll tell you why that is pertinent to the story in just a minute. <clears throat> and my sister had that guidance to take inventory, to take inventory, like, and she was just noticing things were up. So we all knew things, something was up. Uh, the universe was telling us it was time for a shift. Uh, my mom was digging her heels in. And so on June 13th, no, sorry, ah, June 8th, <laughs> June 8th, 2013, uh, my mom and I, we were out on the patio, uh, I had just taken a couple of hits off of a weed pipe, uh, smoking cannabis, and my mom had had a cigarette. It was 112 that day, um, and we were. It, my mom had like this back patio that had an overhang and like, kind of a little like indoor outdoor setup with a couch and a little table, and 
a comfortable little place to sit and there was a pool out there and so even though it was 112 there's some ceiling fans and it was a nice place to 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 be able to smoke because there was no smoking in the house for whatever reason uh i decided i was done the heat had got to me i went inside to start making lunch my mom finished her cigarette and she decided to empty her ashtray in the trash can why she decided to do that right then and there i don't know um, but in that process, by putting uh, her ashes in the trash, even though she was sure that they were all out, apparently they were not because about 10 minutes later, <clears throat> I was making lunch in the kitchen. Uh, I started to um, uh, go tell my sister that lunch was almost ready. And I was starting to hear noise uh, on the back patio. And I opened up the sliding glass door and saw floor-to-ceiling fire. Uh, and I yelled, fire, fire. Uh, and uh, my sister uh, went to go uh, get a fire extinguisher and try to put it out because I tried to peek my head back out. And I couldn't get back out the, the slider after that because the, the fire had grown and the heat was, was exponentially growing at the same time. So she was going to try to go out the, through the garage for a different angle. Uh, but anyways, my, the embers from my mom's cigarette caught, uh, caught the trash can on fire, uh, which then caught the couch on fire, which then caught the, the wood overhang on fire um, and started the whole backyard on fire. Uh, we called 911 immediately um, to get them on their way. Our neighbors were calling because smoke was starting to billow rather fast. Uh, it was really awesome that our neighbors did swing into action because they were all using their hose from their backyards into our backyard. Um, however, it took the fire department about 20, 18 to 20 minutes to get to our house. Uh, and in that time, the, uh, the fire moved into the house. Uh, and I'll share with you the moment right before um, we, my sister and I left the house. We were in the living room. The fire was going in the backyard. And my mom had a rather large sliding glass door, and we could see the fire burning right on the other side of the glass sliding glass door, but it was, we, it was still on the other side. And all of a sudden, with this energetic pa-pow, the glass literally just shattered in place, and the fire and the smoke and the heat came rushing in. Uh, the air conditioner had been on in the house because it was 112 outside, so that just sucked the, the fire right inside the house. And my sister and I are like, okay, we got to go. <laughs> uh, and my sister had her dog, Willie, uh, and I didn't have Watson yet. <clears throat> and I, she went out the back door, and I was getting ready to go out the front door, and I had one last thought. If I, uh, I should grab something was the thought. And I was like, oh, well, if I, if we you know, if I could grab something, what am I going to grab? Like, you know, what's one thing I can grab when there, there's a whole house that's about ready to go on fire. And then I looked down <clears throat> and right in front of me on the couch was my sister's uh, laptop computer. And I just picked it up and I headed out of the house. And I, I tell you um, on a, on a safety note here uh, that the fire traveled fast. The smoke traveled fast. I mean, it is serious. I mean, I'm glad we were awake. I'm glad that we saw and knew about the fire before it came into the house because the fire department and the safety videos that I saw at work prior to that, uh, they are not kidding <laughs> with how fast that fire moves uh, and how, how quickly, I mean, within seconds, the house was full of smoke. I mean, it was just unbelievable. 
um, and you just really don't have any time to think. You don't have any time to mess around. So I say all that to say, um, do not jeopardize your uh, health and safety uh, in a situation like that. Like I grabbed my sister's computer because it was literally right in front of me. And then I even, and I'll share and this too, I had the thought because I knew exactly where my computer was in, a, in the room right next to the front door. Uh, and I was like, almost going to go get it. And I just was like, nope, it's not worth it. Because like I said, the house is already full of smoke and it filled so quickly. Um, and I'm glad I didn't. It was not, it was not worth me dying or getting hurt uh, just to save my computer. Um, but still interesting to think about that. You know, if I ha could save one thing, what would it be? And um, not everybody gets faced with that sort of a moment. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. And um, I can tell you that I was running on adrenaline, um, and it was just very in, in shock. Um, it was interesting what I ended up seeing as far as my dream reference before, as far as the parade of cars going in front of our house. There were literally parades of cars going down our street uh, because of all the black smoke and because of how long it took for the fire department to come. And uh, the, the people were coming for miles around uh, driving uh, by our house. There were crazy people with their cameras. One girl got into our backyard and did some videoing. Um, people were running into the garage and we were having to tell them, no, there's no one. We're all out. Like, stay out. Like, it was very, very surreal. It was very weird. There was a lot of, um, I think, good people with good intentions. And then I think some interesting, like, hero wannabes. Uh, it was very interesting. I will say that. Um, the other part about that that I will uh, say before I go on to the real healing <laughs> that took place in the process after the fire. But just was the, the, the pure shock of losing everything. I mean, there were after, after the fire was over and we were able to go back inside, um, like TVs and fans were just puddles, puddles of plastic on the floor. Um, Things uh, like ceiling fans just were falling out of the ceiling and melted, and um, the everything was black. Everything was just 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 had gotten dirty and uh, charred, and uh, the kitchen and the living area where the the fire had done the most damage coming in from the back. It was just almost unrecognizable, um, and. It's weird because it's like simple things like thinking out, like the, in the aftermath, like um, needing some scotch tape or needing a pen. Uh, it's like, oh, I just need to go to the junk drawer <laughs> and get it. But then having the immediate realization like, oh, yeah, I don't have a junk drawer anymore. <laughs> that got burned up in the fire. Uh, and one funny, well, kind of funny story. It's funny now looking back, but my sister and I, right after we were uh, done with our final sweep through of the house that night, because they had come to board up all the windows to make sure there weren't any looters or anybody trying to come in. And uh, we went to Walmart before we were staying in a hotel. And we were, I looked, you know, I was super dirty with ash and stuff all over me. And so was my sister. And I, we had done our best to clean up a little bit, but we, we were still pretty dirty and told the worker that we had had 
a house fire. And they really had a hard time believing us. And it was like, well, look at us. Like, we even look like we've been through a house fire. Like, it's not like we like came in all like completely showered and we're trying to pull a story on you. But it's just, it's interesting. I say that because I think some people just, they don't even want to go down that road. Especially with someone that's like right there because it's like, it's too close. It's like, it's too close. So I want to say this before I continue, that there's nothing that we can do to stop a fire. And there's nothing we can do to stop a tragedy. We, you know, life happens. There's just different things that happen. What we can do is we can be as conscious as we can be. We can show up. We can um, be vigilant. We can be aware. Uh, we can be able to act fast. So that's where it's really good to take care of our bodies. Um, and to be able to move uh, at a moment's notice. Because it's like one minute I was literally cutting up uh, kale for a kale salad for lunch. And the next minute, you know, I'm going out to the patio and our house is burning down. So uh, we're getting close to the break. I've talked way longer about the very beginning part of this fire than I, I thought it was going to take to set up the story. Um, but one of the things that I realized was that... It was an experience like a rising in the Phoenix. You know, we did go through a process of everything getting burned away uh, and the superfluous things that um, just had uh, materialistic things or uh, needing to have certain stuff or um, uh, needing to be identified with a house or... Um, uh, I'm losing my uh, train of thought on all the different things, but all the different ways. <sighs> I'm trying to make, I'm trying to wrap all this up in a really big uh, bow here, and I'm, I'm not doing a very good job of it here because <laughs> I want to wrap it up so I could get to the readings on the second half of the the show here. Um, but that really like a rising in the phoenix. Like sometimes we have to go through life experiences where everything gets burned away. Uh, where our beliefs get put into question, where uh, we get our attention put on things that we didn't think we were going to have to deal with or face. But that doesn't mean that we can't do it. If anything, it helped me step up into my life and be even more brave and courageous. And it helped me realize that um, there are places where um, I had to be more conscious and aware and had to be more vigilant where I had become sort of apathetic to life in different ways. So it definitely lit a fire uh, in me in that way. Um, and I would say with my mom having to reconcile the fact of um, knowing that it was her cigarette butt, her ashes that uh, started the fire, not purposely, of course, but that it, that it did happen. And especially with the guidance, the, the literal day before, that it was time to go. And she was like, no. And literally the universe created a circumstance where we had to go. We had to go live in a hotel and then a rental house for like eight months during the rebuild. <laughs> uh, so it's like that still happened. And then to think about my sister and her guidance of take inventory and not understanding the pers the not understanding the uh, what it meant, but definitely understanding what it meant after the fact. So for those of you that just so you know, uh, it is really important to, with claims with your insurance company uh, to have receipts to have picture proof. Uh, if you have collectibles, you need to have proof that you have collectibles. You need to have the receipts of those collectibles um, because they, 
they're not willy-nilly about uh, giving away money. <laughs> uh, and it's not that you might not have it, but you might have had something for 30 years and things get lost. So just know that it's really important um, to have some of that stuff and to, to maybe keep that in a safe place. Um, so that way, uh, if, for God forbid, tragedy does strike, you have a backup of your computer and your pictures and your important files because it's like it's one of those things you never think is going to happen to you but then it's happening to you so we're right up against the break thank you so much for going along with me on that journey uh we are going to be back after the the break to do readings so come back please for that i'm excited to get going on that uh and in the meantime uh we're here on the j varvel show here on one two radio where we are changing the way you listen to the world Join us in the chat room. Just head over to 12radio.com, click on the chat button, and just like that, you'll be redirected into our Facebook chat room. It's magic. Hey, everybody in 12 Land, Kelly McLean here. I'm coming back to 12 Radio in September, and I'm really excited about my new show. It's a bit of a talk show format. A little edgy, as you might expect from me, and I'm really excited. I hope you'll join me Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bitch-splaining. Hope you'll play with us in the chat room, and I can't wait to see you there. Hey, you're listening to 1-2 Radio. That makes you very special in our book. Thank you. Sit back, relax, let us entertain you. It is a great day to be alive. It is a great day to notice that you are strong and powerful in your own right. It is a great day to say thank you and to feel gratitude and to be kind to somebody else who needs it. Hey, and it's also a great day to listen to me, Dr. Lisa, on 1-2 Radio, Mondays, 9 a.m. Pacific. Come join me. Let me help inspire a renaissance of spirit within you.
You're listening to 12radio.com, conscious talk radio with over 25 shows to make you think, laugh, cry, or maybe just to remind you that you're not alone. 12radio.com, we're sure glad you found us. that you have found 12 Radio. If you'd like to join us in the chat room, just head over to 12radio.com, click on the chat button, and just like that, you'll be redirected into our Facebook chat room. It's magic! Welcome back. You are listening to the Jay Varvel Show with your host, Jay Varvel, here on One Two Radio, where we are changing the way you listen to the world. And you can join us over on the Facebook chat. Go to One Two Radio, click on the chat button. You'll be redirected to the Facebook chat group. Scott, our producer tonight, he'll let you in if you're not already, not already a member. And thank you again, Scott, for producing the show and taking care of us, keeping us live and keeping us going here on 1-2 Radio. You're also welcome to call in. You can do that by calling 857-232-0155. And then the extension is 870303. Uh, one thing I wanted to tell you all, Kelly McLean is back on the radio. She's starting tonight after my show with Bitch Splaining. I don't know why that's like this. <laughs> I did that last week. I said it like I didn't want to say it. Like I said it right in my head. And then when I went to say it, it didn't, it didn't come out right. <laughs> Bitch Splaining. She's going to be on coming at 7 p.m. Pacific, right after my show. So stick around for Kelly. That's going to be super excited. I know I'm going to stick around and take a listen. So we got readings. We got chatters. Let me go over to Facebook and read the chat here. So Sandy says, Jay, I'd like to ask you uh, if you see me finding a better paying job very soon, please. I've changed so many jobs during the past three years, and I and right now I am in a temporary job, which is not in my field. Thanks. All right, so we're gonna you're going to be the first reading, but I'm going to go through the chat because there's some folks that are just saying hi, and I want to acknowledge you all and thank you all for tuning in and joining us tonight. Cindy says, good evening, Jay. So glad to be here tonight. Ooh, I'm so glad to have you with us. Thank you, Cindy. And Kai, she says, good evening, Jay. We got Renee. She says, hi, Jay. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday right back at you. Elisa. Hi, Elisa. She is a one-two listen advisor as well and also radio host. So a big shout out to Elisa. Uh, <clears throat> and then we have Cindy again. She says, hibiscus tea tonight. Ooh, that's one of my favorites. Jennifer, also a one-two listen advisor and radio host. Uh, she says, hey, Jay and friends, howdy, howdy, howdy. Thanks, Jennifer, for tuning in. Shelly, a good friend of mine. We uh, do a Mystic Fair together in Bakersfield and a New Year uh, reading um, 
like a, a reading for the new year kind of uh, event <laughs> over at the Enchanted Cottage in Bakersfield. Hi, Shelly. So thank you for listening in tonight. It's great to uh, see you on the chat as well. We got C.A. Brooks. Hello, C.A. Uh, congratulations on the new show. Thank you so much, C.A. Uh, one to listen advisor and astrologist extraordinaire. Uh, thank you for listening in tonight. And Cindy says, it looks like she has a question. Jay, what do you think uh, I did for, uh, let's wait, let's see. Jay, what do you think I did for work in my most recent past life? Oh, wow, that's an interesting question. All right, we'll tune into that and see what comes through. Uh, one thing I would say, Cindy, is what is the relevance? Like, why is that significant or important to you? Uh, Norella Good evening, Jay. Good evening, Norella. Thank you so much for listening in tonight. And I see that, uh, Shelly, you found some friends that got you here in the chat. Uh, it is here. You found it. You got it. And thank you, uh, Cindy and Chris, for making sure that Shelly found it and is in the right place, uh, as well as Norella. Thank you. Thank you. You all rock. So let's see. Cindy Jay says, Jay, you're a great storyteller. Thank you, Cindy. And then we have Liliana. Hi, Jay. Chris, uh, that was a major holy freaking shift of uh, event. Makes me want to stress eat and drink. <laughs> well, Chris, it's not worth that. <laughs> Luckily, that happened. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Luckily, that happened back in 2013. So it's been a good distance. And as much as even in the midst of the rebuild and the whole rebirth process that came along with it, which in the middle of it felt like an eternity, I will not lie. And but now being five, six years on the on the flip side, um, my life is a whole it's a my life is just really in a whole different place. Um, and so I know that part of that being a possibility and a reality is because of the fire. Um, not that it needed to happen. Um, but it is the method in which fate and the universe and whatever words you want to put to it, uh, that's how, how uh, that energy, that, that, uh, how, it, how it all decided to play out. It's just how it went. Um, and it's like anything, when, we, when any of us get faced with tragedy, um, the best thing we can do is to you know, have our freak out moment if we need to have it, <laughs> if we even have time for it. <laughs> and then it's like, we gotta, we gotta roll. We gotta move. We gotta be, we gotta be able to like get through the, the emergency, uh, because we can always process it, think about it, hash it out. That could all happen after the emergency's over. So yes, big, big energies, big, big, it was crazy. Uh, but no need to stress, eat or drink. <laughs> Uh, but maybe some good yummy tea, some lavender tea and lavender essential oils to help calm, calm things, calm the nerves. So Lynn says the fire, uh, fires are so scary and traumatizing. And Kristen leaves a heart. Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate you stopping by tonight. Liliana says, hi, Jay. Last week, your reading told me I would get other opportunities. Today, I received two different calls about two opportunities. Yay. If you have time, I would love a reading for next week in general. Thank you. Well, that's awesome. That's great to hear. And thank you for uh, keeping us posted on how that is playing out for you. And we will pull another card and see what comes through. Jennifer says, wow, I'd love to know where Uranus was in your astrology chart during that time. I say that having been 
in my own burn away of the foundation's time. Uh, yes, that would be great to dig into that because I do have some foundation of like uh, astrology 101 <laughs> and maybe 102 if I'm lucky. Uh, I find it interesting, but I haven't really dug in and taken a full-on class and got certified. Um, but it's always fascinating to me when I do talk to astrologers like Jennifer and others who that is their deal. Um, like what amazing information they can pull from our charts. So uh, I would like to go down that rabbit hole with you, Jennifer. <laughs> okay, so... Let's get back up here to Sandy. Sandy is the one that is looking for uh, a better paying job. Okay. Sandy, I do feel like this is going to last a little bit. Like I see this going, whether it's this job or like another job kind of like it, I see that this is kind of going to kind of be the trend for you through the end of the year to get you through the holiday season. Um, I see that things open up for you and expand into more of what you really want uh, after the first of the year. Um, but right now, I feel like it's really important to... They're just showing me you have some different responsibilities. Uh, and this, even though the setup isn't ideal with the job, it still gives you the freedom and flexibility to be able to... Uh, get up and show up to your life how it needs to be. Uh, and it gives you the room you need. So just, it, it's pers it's like a perspective shift. Um, I see that right now it would be really useful to have a perspective shift that will also allow for money to come in in other ways. Um, because there might be some like part-time like jobs like for a friend uh, or that you find on Craigslist, for example, um, that could fill in the gaps uh, income-wise um, until this other job comes into play. That's what I got for you, Sandy. Thank you for your comment and for raising your hand for reading tonight. And your card that I pulled for you is Divine Guidance. Uh, and so more important than ever, it's really important to listen to yourself, to listen to the guidance that is coming through, and to follow through with it. And when I say guidance from your heart, um, because once we start thinking, not that our mind, is, like I don't want to make our mind out to be the bad guy, but sometimes we can overthink things in our mind. Like we can get the guidance and then we can start thinking about it through our logical mind and then we can talk ourselves out of it. <clears throat> so, you know, that's the, we have to kind of ride that ebb and flow. Sometimes, you know, it's just not the right time. Because uh, I know sometimes I get guidance and it, it isn't necessarily for me to put to use right then and there, but I still got it. Um, so part of it is learning our own discernment and learning how our own system works. But <coughs> it is important to still listen. So I feel like your own intuition, your own um, uh, soul, your own higher self, whichever words you want to put to it, is communicating with you. I've, they're, they're showing me that the messages are... Uh, being sent through clearly, and you don't need to second guess it. Like, like I feel like you're doing a lot of second guessing, a lot of doubting, and you don't need to do that. All right, so thank you so much, Sandy. Thank you, thank you. I hope that helps. Let me get down to the next person. So Cindy's question, 
So she says, what do you think I did for work in my most recent past life? Um, what, <clears throat> I, what comes to mind immediately is I see animals, so some kind of veterinary work, um, some kind of work on a farm kind of setting, because I feel like it's like old world, kind of rural. Um, I even see like, like a stone in the background, like castle-ish, uh, medieval times kind of time uh in 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 the background so but i do feel like animals treating animals uh working with animals that was your job that's what i get thank you for your question cindy uh and uh, again if you'd like to uh give me some more information as far as uh the context of your question and i just feel like there's more more you're really wanting to know <laughs> so i'm uh, opening that opportunity up for you to to let me know through the chat Okay, let's keep it moving down here. And again, I want to just take this moment to thank each and every one of you for tuning in with me tonight. It has been a fantastic Thursday evening because of all of you. And all right, so Liliana. So that's really awesome to hear about the two opportunities that have come your way today. Wow. Talk about that timing. So let's see what's coming through as we, as you <laughs> walk into this coming week. But first, we go into the weekend. I feel like this weekend you have some. There's some fun to be had. So there's going to be some opportunities to get out and to be um, social. And the card is loved ones. So I, I feel like you're kind of. Kind of like me in the sense of you've been processing through some of the heavier emotional the heavier emotions like grief. And that was even my energy card reading of the day today on my IGTV channel and on my Instagram, the card of the day was grief. And I feel like I see in, in the loved ones card, we don't really have time to get into anyone specific coming through. And I don't, and to be honest with you, I don't even get anyone specific, but what I do get is that you're looking back at those that have already come before you in your family and those uh, of your friends. And I just feel like this is a, a poignant time where um, you're just getting to see the good that was had. Uh, you're getting to look back with a different perspective with that 2020 view. Um, and I feel like some heavier emotions are coming up around um, those relationships and how they have shifted and changed. Um, but I feel like it's it's like one of those things that you're going to walk away happier uh, when you just put down those suitcases. Because the thing to remember here is that you carry any of those family members or friends that, that we've lost or transitioned, uh, that we carry them with us in our heart. And so it's interesting that you're talking about jobs and opportunities and then we get talking about loved ones and, and, and the heavier, heavier energies of transition and death. But the shift is I see that the, the final things uh, for you that have been your source of resistance that have come up that have kept you from moving forward, those are the things that are coming up that you're burning through, that you're making your peace with, so to speak, now. Uh, so that as these opportunities continue to unfold uh, job-wise, you'll be able to step right into it and you, you'll you be able to hit the ground running. So um, it's it's it's... 
might be i see opportunities to play i see the opposite as far as energies of wanting to be a hermit and stay in um and so the guidance is to find a happy medium do what feels good and comfortable for yourself this is where you have to follow your own discernment and your own self-care and honor your boundaries um but at the same time sometimes we do need to give ourselves a little kick in the in the booty (laughs) uh and i'm totally have to do this for myself too uh to get out there to get out into the world because sometimes it's like um with all the different things going on with all the energy and uh, information coming at us it can it can make us want to hide or retract um but i feel like right now we're really in, in this expansion energy it's expand 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 so um the contractions are just part of the integration and not a sign to stop necessarily again this is where i you know i can only give um general guidance to a certain degree everyone's going to be in their own uh, place and position so please especially when general guidance comes through to be aware of that how it may or may not resonate with you okay so we have time if there are any callers out there uh, that want to call in you are welcome to call in I haven't had a caller in a couple shows, and they are so much fun to have you uh, on, to have the dialogue uh, be on the chat. Um, and that call-in number is 857-232-0155. And the extension is 870303. So, one thing I want to talk to you about is... What we do over on One Two Listen, which is our sister site to One Two Radio, and it's a, a phone psychic hotline uh, where we are available. Those of us that are part of the certified members of the the family, so to speak, there are psychics, mediums, healers, uh, clairvoyants, uh, channelers, angel workers, a whole umbrella of us that do a lot of different things and um, each one of us has our own unique flavor of ice cream if you will go with me on that analogy Um, and and as we honor those flavors those unique flavors of ice cream within us we honor those unique flavors of ice cream within you Uh, and know that we there we are there we are a support line we are there to tune in and to offer uh, unique individualized guidance for you over the phone based on your questions, based on where you are. I know for me specifically, uh, I meet people right where they are. So if they're in a real happy uh, place and they want to just tune in and see what's, what's what and, and, or uh, working on heading towards a dream and would like some uh, support and some guidance on how to continue to bring that into being. I'm there for you there. I'm also there with you if you're having a really, really shitty day, things are really difficult, uh, you're kind of at your wit's end, and you're needing help to get yourself to shift gears and to to come into a different place, Um, or you're needing clarity, you're needing answers, uh, I can also meet you there in that place. Uh, So know that that is the kind of service that you get over there on one to listen uh, we're happy to take your call. We're uh, we're on 24 hours a day. 
of course, it would be impossible for each one of us to be online 24 hours a day, um, but we are there most days of the week, and uh, we are available uh, via a feature. It's called the schedule and appointment feature. So if you happen to want to speak to one of us and we are not online, don't hesitate to use that feature. It immediately sends us a notification. So if we happen to be uh, doing something and can make ourselves available, uh, we will. So don't hesitate to use that. Okay, so the other place I would like to let you know that you can find me for daily energy card readings is over, like I said, on my Instagram and specifically on my IGTV channel. That is where longer videos can play. And usually the readings are anywhere from three to seven minutes. It's Monday through Friday. I post a video. I pull a card. Uh, and so I would love for you to join me over there uh, on Instagram. You can search J, J-A-Y, Richard, R-I-C-H-A-R-D, Varvel. That's V as in Victor, A-R, V as in Victor, E-L. And I will come up. You will see my picture. And I would love for you to friend me. And uh, follow me. I'm there on Instagram. I'm also there on Facebook. And one thing I wanted to let you all know, I'm having my website worked on. And it has just been completed as, as far as the first, uh, the first iteration of its release. And you can search it out if you'd like to take a look. It's, again, my name, my full name, jrichardvarvel.com. And I will post that in the comments as well. So you can find me uh, easily if you happen to be chatting. If not, though, search my name. I'll pop right up. I'm easy to find. There aren't too many people named Jay Varvel. <laughs> uh, so it makes it easy. <clears throat> so let me get back to the chat and see if anybody else has chatted in before we get to wrap up this beautiful show on this divine Thursday. I'm like what you got cooking out there, everybody, for your Thursday, uh, your weekend, I should say. We're already in our Thursday. I hope you already have it cooked up <laughs> for today. Uh, but what you got cooked up for the weekend? All right, I looked and I don't see anybody has chatted in. So some final thoughts I want to just wrap this show up. Um, because we did get to go uh, all over town. Um, it's easy to be fearful of life events. And I've definitely spent a good amount of my life <clears throat> trying to stop or manufacture my reality, my surroundings, my energy, my mood. Um, and it was all through fear. Uh, through also needing to fit in and <clears throat> uh, wanting to be accepted. So for me, the fire burned a lot of that away. <clears throat> it was an opportunity for me to um, really get present, to get more fully in the moment, to have stuff no longer be a, a factor uh, as well as having to just get real uh, with the, the circumstances and the process. Um, we had ebbs and flow with money in that, at that time because of the way the money comes from the insurance company. Uh, and so there were moments where we had gotten back into the house and we had ordered a couch 
And it had, <clears throat> it, first it took us a while to find the couch we liked, and then we ordered it. It took a couple months to come. So we were sitting on like camping furniture in our living room. <laughs> and a camping fold-up chair is like great for, you know, a weekend. <laughs> Not great week after week. <laughs> and you can't lay out on that thing either. So um, I, again, I can kid <laughs> about that now and laugh about it now. But in the moment, it was hard to be in that in-between. It, it felt like we, you know had already been through challenges and then it was just still more challenges. And so it can be easy to get down on ourselves and get, uh, go down the rabbit hole, so to speak, into the heaviness of everything and to be the victim. Um, but I would say that through my own experience, it was more beneficial to use the opportunity to shift gears, to step up, do what I needed to do, uh, support my family in the way that I could support my family and likewise how they could support me. It was working together. It was going through the process. And it was, you know, putting our head down and just seeing ourselves through. Um, and so I say that to say that if you are in a challenging time, it won't last forever, um, but you got to see yourself through to the other side. So we are here at the end of the show. I cannot believe we have just sped through the last hour. I hope you have enjoyed your cup of tea or coffee that you had with me. I hope you have felt at home uh, during this last hour. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us over here on 1-2 Radio. Uh, and like I said, we're at the top of the hour. I want to thank you again for tuning into the J. Varvel Show here on 1-2 Radio, where we are changing the way you listen to the world.